Welcome to A Raw Perspective, a fresh point of view. I am your host, Richard Anthony Wallace. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night to what time you are listening to this podcast. Again, thank you for rocking with me from the initial beginning because this has been a journey and yeah, it's just been a, a whirlwind of experiences, emotions, various different topics that I found very interesting during this journey. And now we get to talk about my hopes and dreams. But before we get into that, if you haven't done so already, feel free to click that like button. Or go to www.facebook.com slash a raw perspective and hit that like button over there to be updated on new content related to a raw perspective. And if you feel obligated to to tip a brother, please do so. Um, so I can provide more quality content for you all. <laughs> Today's topic is about my hopes and dreams. I don't think I've been as vulnerable in a minute since my podcast usually deals with my vulnerability when I ever talk about the passing of my father. That's the initial reason why I started this podcast. I needed an outlet for me grieving as a young man losing his father. At, at 28 years old, uh, I, I was fortunate enough to have both of my parents in my life before, for the time that I needed them. Growing up through childhood, going through elementary school, middle school, high school, college, to my graduate program, first job. Those are some of the highlights that, that I've experienced with, with both of my my parents. I was very close with my father. Um, me and him were boys. Uh, we would used to do everything together. And losing my best friend, that was definitely a significant blow to just my, my mental psyche. Still deal with post-traumatic stress disorder. It's definitely... A grind each and every single day to realize that every time that I have an opportunity to wake up, my father is no longer in this realm. And that definitely takes a toll on me. And it's the reason why I started this podcast uh, for the initial purposes of being a, an outlet. Like, I know who, who, who listens to, to this podcast. I, I have my my quality listeners, it's it's less than less than ten. Definitely less than ten people that have been rocking with me since the initial beginning. Um, am I am I wanting to up my numbers? Maybe in, in, in the future, you know. That'll be one thing that I'll talk about as far as my, my hopes my hopes and dreams, my, my goals progressing through the future. I, I want this to transition not only from just a podcast where I'm talking about things, but this can be a platform for me 
as I keep matriculating into different ventures that I want to pursue in order to reach the next level that I feel like I can get to. Um, that's why I'm doing these initial things with with GarageBand, a microphone, GarageBand instrumentals. That's that's what you hear in the initial beginning, the initial end. I used to have my brother edit stuff. He's been very busy working in his projects and his craft, so I didn't want to burden him. So I decided to learn how to do the editing and the mixing on my own just to provide content every Sunday for you to listen to. And that's what I've been doing for for quite, a, quite some time. Um, I think I've been doing this podcast for, well, since October of 2018. Has it been that long? Or 2019? It's, it's been it's been some time since I've, I've, I've did it. I have to look back at when my very first podcast was <laughs> when I initially did it. Uh, obviously, people were like, oh, first podcast. Congratulations. Yeah, it was October 1st, 2019. I've been doing this podcasting thing for a year and, and some months right now. Um uh, have we increased in, in followers? Probably not. Uh, and I, I stated that in the initial beginning that this wasn't for 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 the, the mass. This was just my, my venting zone. And as I, I continue to go to therapy for talking about grief therapy, talking about the, the passing of my father, it's definitely been helpful. And I feel like I want to transition more into something that I can provide something different. And yeah, it's still going to be content that I want to talk about, but, you know, being able to have listener interactions and being able to engage my listeners. And that, that, that's going to take, take, take some time. But I feel in my, my heart of all hearts that my hope is that this podcast will, will bloom into something special that, the people that have been rocking with me from the initial beginning will be like, man, look at the manifestation and, and the growth of, of this person. I'm literally doing this this podcast from my MacBook. I, I don't have a studio. Uh, I use Pinecast.com, which is a $5 a month service to have my podcast be outletted to all the major podcasting streams and everybody's got a podcast now. So what makes mine different than, than everybody else's? This is not a knock to saying like, Oh, listen to my podcast. However, progressing, I want to make sure that I want to provide content for, for listeners that can resonate, you know, from my, my past podcast experiences to, Podcast experiences in in the future, being able to provide content for the listeners to resonate with and provide their feedback. No, initially my hope is instead of just listening this stream through Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, I have an opportunity to provide video content of me, have my little space decked out. Got my headphones in, got my live stream, have interactions from all the social media endeavors, being able to, to come in and, and, and have some, some quality dialogue. 
on on various topics that who knows what will be the talk of the town in, in the initial future. Like, I I have a vast bevy of interests. <laughs> it's 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 a bevy of interests. Like, I I love talking about pirates. I love talking about outer space. Um, love talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, I I have a sports. It's it's a bevy of, of, of conversations that I, I would love to engage different listeners, uh, you know, movies, TV shows, comedy, Legos, you name it. Traveling, hey, the sky's the limit for that. So that is my initial hope as 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 this podcast progresses in the future that we can you know expand the audience and that's gonna take time. I'm not initially worried about that at this point in my life but that's one of my, my hopes my hopes and dreams to expand this this podcast uh, another hope for me is hopefully comes reality sooner rather than later is moving abroad moving and living abroad uh, the initial place that I want to move to is the greater Toronto area and if you've been rocking with me from the initial beginning you'll know why I want to go to the Toronto area because after my father had passed it was initially I was supposed to go to my boy's uh, wedding but there was some some things that had to be be changed up legality stuff and said they're gonna have to like postpone the wedding and do it a little bit later based off of some legality stuff I'm not gonna go into his business too much so I had this plane ticket that I was supposed to go to Dallas, Texas during the winter time to go to this wedding. Like my, my parents were, were planning on going and yeah, I mean, my father had passed in November and got this news like, hey, we're going to have to like do the wedding a little bit later. And I was like, cool. So I had a, a plane ticket <laughs> and I was like, where's the cheapest place that I could initially go? And the cheapest place that I could go during the wintertime, right before Christmas, was Toronto. <laughs> I think that flight was 90 bucks, and I was like, bet. Um, so I booked the flight to Toronto, knowing that it's going to be cold as hell up there. And I decided to just say, hey, let me just go to Toronto and just get out of here. Just to have some self-reflection, some self-healing. So I booked myself a hostel. Uh, the Clarence Park is where I stayed. And, you know, just trying to find myself. I I had gotten Toronto Raptors tickets because they were playing. The Cleveland Cavaliers were terrible. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let me, let me head up to Toronto and do that. And I, I got to the Clarence Park. Clarence Park uh, Hostel, and I was I was welcomed by many different travelers, many different people from bevies of walks of life. I met people from France, I met people from um, China, folks from Brazil, and then my, my homeboy that's from Australia, Steve. Uh, me and him hit it off right away, and got to know his story on what why he moved to Toronto. He was on a, a working visa holiday. Something like that that Australians could do, and then he was just 
saying, hey, I need to define myself. And I told him that dad passed away. And then we, we established a, a really good relationship from there. Uh, met another guy from Brazil, Alex. That was He still works at the Clarence Park. He got a job, actually, at the Clarence Park. And these were these were quality people that that I met, and they they showed me a good time, and I was feeling the love. Uh, what did I do initially? I went to some pizza place right down the street from, from Clarence Park. Uh, had a conversation with some delivery person because my American ass didn't know that Skip the Dishes was a delivery service that's like DoorDash, Uber Eats. <laughs> I'm just like, Skip, what What does that mean? Uh, so being able to you know, understand those little nuances, transitioning from Fahrenheit to Celsius. It's like, why is it so cold? Why is it negative something? It's like negative something degrees. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Celsius. And being able to look at those nuances. But I, I did all the touristy things. Um what did I do touristy? I went to the Museum of Illusions. That that was that was fun. I, I went to the movies to watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I actually went to a, a movie theater in Canada just to experience that. I went to the Soho House Toronto. I am a, a Soho House local member of the Soho House of Chicago. Thank my boy Jelani and, and Mario for providing me that that opportunity uh, to to be a member. So I was able to go there because there's an agreement that your Soul House membership in Chicago also works in Toronto. So I was like, yeah, let me go try and check that out. Met the cool people over there, the cool hosts, talking about how they're in the in the industry, uh, the content industry, and getting to hear their stories, telling them about my story, and yeah, they talk about Canada being very nice and friendly. They were nice and friendly, and comp my drink. I was I was surprised. Went to the Toronto Raptors game, like I said. Didn't see Drake there, but the Raptors did win. Went up to the CN Tower, did the touristy thing over there, went to the Ripley's Aquarium, went over to the rec room where they had this virtual reality thing called The Void where I was a Star Wars character. And I started to fall in love with, with the city initially. Uh, it gave me joy and comfort during the time where I was grieving the loss of my father. And... It was like, man, this could be a place that I could call home. Little did I know that my dad actually worked over in Mississauga when he was working with some insurance company that was a, a Ontario-based insurance company back in the 80s where he used to hang out in Mississauga, Toronto, uh, Scarborough, all those different places. I would have been almost Canadian anyway. So being able to to do that, I was like, you know what? I can see myself living within this vicinity. I don't know if I can live in like downtown Toronto, but I can definitely live within the greater Toronto area, which they call the GTA, and, and, and move from there. Um, and 
started to do my research on how to conduct things and how the immigration process works and definitely got all my ducks in a row. Definitely hasn't been a solo venture. Um, definitely want to thank people that have been helping me along the way. Uh, initially, definitely want to thank Mersal for, for helping me um, doing that. And then I also want to give a big shout out to Bianca who has been in my corner ever since helping helping along the way to get me to Canada. And now they they have been definitely the people that have been pushing me to get my, my stuff in order. And you know, it's just a matter of time whenever the, the global pandemic ends and having my, my paperwork just be processed and Initially, the hope is to move to the Ontario province within the calendar year. You know, sooner rather than later to to start start my life. I'm not saying start my life, but start a new chapter within my life. Um, being able to to move forward with that. Another hope and and and, and dream for me is I, I don't see myself being in higher education forever yes higher education is is the masters that I, that I received uh, masters in higher education administration from the University of Kansas and being able to work in different facets of higher education through residence life through academic advising uh, I I'm grateful for the career that it has provided me to help numerous young people out trying to find themselves as they matriculate through the institution and go on and do great things to be productive members of society. I I don't see myself being a higher education lifer. I have no desire right now to get a PhD. There's nothing that makes me want to write one right now. So everybody's like, you need a PhD to advance. I'm like... I feel like I have the necessary skill set and workability to have like a manager position with with a master's degree. I shouldn't have to do more education on topics that have already been discussed numerous different times. I I mean I know it's a grind for for a PhD. It's just it's just not for me right now. Who knows? In the future, maybe I I don't know. I just don't see in my near future my future where I'm doing a doctoral program. To be honest, I, I've i always wanted to lean into something creative, something content creating, and looking at folks on, on YouTube, being content creators, being able to have a platform, have a brand of their own. I look at that and say, man, that's something that I can do. I have some editing experience with... With film, I feel like I can put in a decent storyboard and having some content that is initially good. I, I feel like I can bring that to the table. And I've always wanted to explore the creative realm. So I know that there's a second city up in Toronto and I want to do some improv classes. I want to do some stand-up comedy. I, I feel like in my heart of hearts that some of the things that I've observed in, in 
my 30 years of existence, there's been some funny shit that I've seen in my 30 years of existence. And being able to internalize all of those experiences that I've had and be able to tell that story in a way where people can can laugh at some of the things. Because some of the things, it's funny. Especially with the experiences with my parents, the experiences that I've had growing up, the experience of, of dating in, in this digital world. I... <laughs> many different experiences that I, I I've accomplished um, and I'm, I'm grateful for for the opportunity and, and the privilege to be having having a position of, of work which a lot of people have been struggling since the pandemic I'm really grateful that I still am gainfully employed I'm really grateful that I have not been subjected to the virus being able to have a viable vaccine so far that I've been working and grateful for that. So initially I want to be a content creator for the, for the purposes of having being, being in control of my own destiny, being able to have another stream of income where I don't have to worry about being fired or terminated or furloughed because someone stated that they can't afford to pay me. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be cocky in any different way, but I feel like my skill set and the abilities of what I can produce to this world, I feel like they are astronomical. They, they, I'm not trying to sound cocky here at all. I feel like I have not hit where I haven't hit my, my ceiling yet. I feel like I am going to make it in this world. I, and what does that make it look like? I feel like I am going to be very comfortable, have have wealth in order to give back to communities, particularly communities of color, with those different intersectionalities, being able to provide for for my family, not even have to worry about the financial implications that go down. Those are things that I see uh, as my, my, my hopes and dreams. My, my hope and dream is also to, to be a, a good husband, and, and, a, and a good father. Uh, so far, I feel like I'm doing all right being a, a good partner. Uh, you know, I've, I've read books related to feelings and emotions that see what are deep-rooted challenges that I have experienced over my, my, my 30 years. And I want to credit Marcus for recommending the book for, for me to actually digest and see, like, why do I have these sense of emotions? Um, why do I why do I feel this this way? There's another book that was also recommended, was Things I Wish I Knew Before We Got Married, which has also been a, a great book um, to, to read in order to, you know, have, have challenging conversations, because I feel like in today's society... When it comes to relationships, it's all just about sex, and that's about it. Not really getting to know know your partner, knowing the challenges and the struggles that this this individual does, and me, especially being older and recognizing that it's not just about sex; it's about making sure that there is a connection that's physically, emotionally, mentally, 
spiritually, sexually, with, with your partner. And I feel like I have that now. Um, being able to, to do so. Being able to have initial conversation. Yeah, I'm still growing time and time again. I am not perfect in any way. But being able to provide a space for my partner to to have have their say and for me to have what I say. Yeah, there's definitely going to be challenges. As human beings, we're always going to have challenges. It's just when a challenge that we face, it's not going to be the end-all, be-all of a relationship because I feel like in today's society when there's an issue that comes up, it's like, you know what? I'm done with y'all. I'm done. There's more fish in the sea. No, it's like, why are we why are we not fighting for, for what we love? And I appreciate my partner for holding me down time and time again. So, love you, B. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I want to be good husband, good good fa- good father. Uh, you know, hopefully having the, the privilege and opportunity to, to bring kids into into this world. It's you know, it's, it's the world is cruel. Um, and being able to raise future kids. You know, I, I pray for those future kids each and every single day. Uh, I'm just like, wow, what can I do to protect these kids that don't exist yet? Um, just trying to make sure that they have a space for them to to thrive. And I'm not even a parent yet, and that's something that I worry about. The, the, the safety and well-being of these kids that don't exist yet. Um yeah. I, I I think about that constantly. But another hope and dream is for me to continue on my 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 body fulfillment, body image fulfillment journey. I wouldn't call it a weight loss journey. Uh but I've always been really conscious about my my weight. Um, always been conscious about that, and the challenges that I endure is definitely with like sugar, fried foods, <laughs> you name it. And folks have always recommended a whole food, plant based diet, and I know that is the way to go. It's just definitely getting into the mindset, and and my hope and dreams is to be able to have a an active active lifestyle where I am eating quality good food to nourish my body so I can be around for for quite some time. Like I I don't wish tragedy on on myself, my partner, my family, her family. Like I want all of us to be around, like my friends too. Like I want all of us to have long, prosperous, productive lives that we're continually giving back, that we all have the opportunity to grow, to, to love, to support, to make money, <laughs> not worry about things, 
that is that is the the, the hope and dream for for me and it's definitely been a grind with, with my weight. Um, I've always had my sense of insecurities. I'm, I'm a brother that don't wear shorts initially because I'm, I'm conscious about how my legs look, how my butt looks, how my arms look. I, I have body dysmorphia. Uh, and I've been been struggling with that time and time again, looking at myself in the mirror and not looking, liking what I see. I do go to the gym. Uh, I just hope that as as time progresses that I'm continually doing things to have an active healthier lifestyle because I know I know I can I, I know I am capable of doing it I think the biggest challenge for me is the battle of the mind and that is probably the biggest challenge that you can always endure it sucks it sucks uh the battle of the mind is is a mofo that's all I can say <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that is, that is something that I, I, I've constantly been struggling with on a day in day out basis, but my hope is that I will get in the best shape of my life because I want to be there for, for, for future events, you know, when, when I get married, you know, when I have kids. I, I like to speak these things into existence. Uh, my hopes and dreams is to also have a really nice home that we can call our forever home for the family, you know, where me and my spouse have all that we want, all that we hope, all that we desire, all that we care about. Um, like she has the things that she wants to incorporate. I have the things that I want to incorporate. Those are things that we want to incorporate into the house. Uh, I, I just hope that that could be 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 something that we can do. Uh, but I see a house. I, I see a house that's made made from the ground up with with our our flavor, our pizzazz. I see that. Um, it's definitely going to be in the Ontario region, so I'll be Canadian. Yeah, my other hope is to get Canadian citizenship, so I can be dual citizen. So when I'm coming back to the United States, I can be like, here's my U.S. passport. And then when I come to Canada, it's like, here's my Canadian passport. I just always wanted to flex that hard. My brother Lamar does that, where he just flexes hard, like, yeah, here's my Great Britain passport. Uh, here's my U.S. passport. And now he's a permanent resident over in Spain. So he's part of the European Union because Great Britain's like, Brexit! But I want to flex that hard. But I, I do want to get my Canadian citizenship. That means I got to learn a little bit French. Parlez-vous français? That's all I know. <laughs> um, but I know I will I will have the best teacher um, in, in the Queen Bee uh, be able to assist me. Um, from there what else is, is a hope and dream like my hope and dream is you know to make sure that my mom is good I mean she's been through a tragedy that we didn't ex ex expect to experience me and her both on that fateful day of November 16 2018 and I know she grieves extremely hard when you're with a person over 30 plus years 
and now that that person's gone, it's it's definitely detrimental to to a person. Like I I could only imagine. I mean, I was there, but that that was that was her her husband. And as she progresses through, I just want to make sure that she's good. Um, it's like all of her sons leave her. <laughs> like you got Kyle that's in Atlanta, you got Lamar that's in Spain, and then me trying to move to to Canada. Yeah, um, it'll just be her and the dog, and then yeah, she's she's gotta start a new chapter for herself as well. It's, I, but I do see high high hopes for my mother. I when I do when I do make it in probably wondering what does make it mean it means that I have some level of influence some level of of opportunity wealth where me and my people are financially stable that are good being able to provide for the people that took care of me if you've been good in my book trust me I I, I don't forget y'all <laughs> I the homies that have been with me the the people that have loved and supported me, the significant other that has been with me since well since June last year, um, but has been with me through it all. That is that is I that's love. That is love. Um, and I appreciate all of y'all rocking with me. <laughs> y'all rock with me so much for the people that have been with me from the initial beginning. And when I do make it, whether that be doing comedy tours, whether that be me with the YouTube channel that, that's going to be coming up in the imminent future whether that's the podcast exponentially booming there's going to be multiple streams of revenue and again if you took care of me during my my low years and stuck with me y'all know who you are i swear i got y'all a hundredfold best believe that those are a few of the hopes and dreams, man. I know what's going to happen. I feel it in the core of my being. That I don't want to give like a specific timeline, but I know it's going to happen sooner rather than later. And I just want this to be spoken into existence. And when you hear this podcast of my hopes and dreams, and we look on it years later, it's like, man... That man manifested this. I'm manifesting that. And it, faith without works is dead. So I have to put in the work. And I am going to put in the work. So watch me work as I go chase my hopes and my dreams. So with that being said, my name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is A Raw Perspective. Peace. Peace.